10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. Today is Thursday, March 18th, 2021. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. I am Allison Burns. I am Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Check those out. But this is why you're here. It's the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And this week we are talking about Omaze. Have you heard about it? I hope so. It means you listen to the Daily Happy. It raises money for charity by offering incredible experiences you can win, like cars, cash, hangs with celebrities. And we are super excited about the travel prizes. To enter starts at $10 for 100 entries. It goes up from there. The money goes to a specific charity for each sweepstakes, like Sea Legacy. You can be entered to win a trip to the Arctic Treehouse Hotel to Ooh. see the Northern Lights. I mean, everyone who listened yesterday knows how excited we are about that. <laughs> uh, so you can go to 10 com slash omaze, O-M-A-Z-E, and that will let them know that we sent you. That's right. And speaking of travel, I am actually traveling right now. Uh, I left a couple days ago on a little surprise Sweet 16 girls trip with Emma Mm -hmm. and a couple of her 16-year-old cousins. I rented a minivan because, you know, Lulu and I love a minivan. uh, (laughs) Big fans now. We're big fans fans. of a minivan. I know. how It was funny. When I went to pick it up, the guy was like, do you want me to put the seats down? I was like, no, no, no. I know how to do that. Um (laughs) So yeah, we actually set off. We came to Nashville, Tennessee. So we're here now. And I have to brag for a minute on a place that we went last night. We went to this place called Pinewood Social. And first of all, it was hysterical because all of this is very, uh, it's a surprise. Every aspect, we're not telling the girls where we're going every single day. Like they have no idea. So we show up to I'll tell you, it's a restaurant, but it's like really kind of vintage and cool looking, like almost like a speakeasy. And in the back, like downstairs is a private bowling alley. Okay. So in a, the bowling alley only has six lanes and for COVID it only has three. So that way it's very spread out. So we show up and they think we're just there for a restaurant. They're like, oh, this is cute. And the lady goes, and can I get everyone's shoe size? And the girls just look at us and they're like, why do they need our shoes? What's going on? And the lady's face like looks weird. And me and Ash both go, they don't know what this is. And she goes, oh, okay. Yes, please. And she played along. Oh, she good was like, for her. She didn't say anything. She's like, yep, please give me your shoe size. So they're all giving it. And I cannot tell you the things they were coming up with. One of them was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I think this is a flash mob. Look at everybody. They look like actors. Everyone's like, look, look at that girl. She's totally an actor. They thought we were like planning some giant. Whoa. I was like, I know, right? I was like, don't be disappointed. We're just bowling. <laughs> Another one, Emma was like, they're going to serve us food inside shoes. And then oh. somebody else said, <laughs> I think they're going to, yeah. <laughs> they walk in, they're like, I think we're going to put shoes on and we have to like make the food ourselves. So we're like, gonna, like crush grapes. Like they had all these ideas. It was the funniest thing listening to these 16 year old girls try to figure out why this really cool kind of vintage looking restaurant wanted our shoe size. Meanwhile, they're also walking through looking at everyone's feet. They're like, they have on regular shoes. Those look regular. Well, that's funny. 
it was so funny. We finally get down there and they're like, oh my God, it's bowling. We're like, yeah, see, it was fine. But I wanted to brag because it was so socially distant, so like safe. And like, I just, it was one of the best establishments I've been in in the past year that I felt like, oh, this, you're doing it right. They had like one-way walking areas. Everything was super spread out. They had, uh, uh, hand sanitizer on every single table. They had wipes. I mean, just like you name it, it was awesome. So really, really happy about that. If you guys are in the Nashville area, check out Pinewood Social. Okay. That was a little bit about what's happening in my life. Here's what's <laughs> happening in your neck of the woods. Okay. So in- <laughs> I wasn't ready for the headline news of five, but I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> so in Texas and Philly right now, they have just joined this movement to dim their skyscraper nights at night to make it safer for migrating birds. Okay. And I Whoa. thought this was a cool story because remember a few days ago on the Daily Happy, we talked about birds and the how turbines. it was so, yeah. And how, but also how it was so amazing how they just knew where to go. Do you remember this conversation? Well, yeah. Now we I'm wondering like, how much times we talk about birds, apparently a lot on this podcast. I know. And we were like, how crazy is it that they just know? Like, we're going to migrate. Yeah. And we're gonna- Five minutes okay, remaining. So, it actually gave me a little bit of uh, information about how this happens. I mean, not really. I still don't understand like, you know, the brain of a bird, I have to say. But I guess it says that <laughs> birds use... <laughs> it's just, we have this 10-minute podcast where we talk about anything in an imaginary luxury travel one, and you're an actor. And you just said, I mean, I don't know a lot about the brains of birds. <laughs> Duh. I don't. But this article did say that birds use celestial clues to navigate thousands no. of miles. No way. That's what it says. What does no that mean way. to you? Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't think it can mean what I think it means in my head. <laughs> because in my head, what that means is that these cute little birds are looking at the stars and using them to navigate. Yes. But But how do they... Who gives them the knowledge of those reference points? I don't know. Is it like ingrained? And it says that the light pollution actually blots out the stars and other navigational points <gasps> that the birds normally use. So, so they feel them. the stars. They feel the stars. They don't see the stars. They feel the stars. Yes. And then, but when the lights are too bright on the city stuff, then it causes them to collide with buildings because they get like disoriented. I hate that. I hate that. I, I know. I, yeah, that breaks my heart. <laughs> breaks so my there's heart. this program that's called Lights Out. And Philadelphia and Texas, they're jumping on board where they dim their lights on like multi-story apartment buildings, on oh. businesses between April 1st and May 31st, and also from August to November, so that the birds can find their way. During migration. And you know, it's funny, I think that that's so counterintuitive because you would think, let's keep the lights on so the airplanes don't hit the buildings. Right. But you want to keep the lights off so the Birds don't hit the buildings. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm so stuck on how they navigate from the star. A, they're a bird. And then B, if you can't, I, I really need to know what they, what about the stars they feel that make star A different than star B? I agree with Like this. if it's I... turned left at star C, how did you know that was star C? Who told you that bird? I know. And what happens if a shooting star falls? Do they get confused the next week 
Have you noticed that you've seen much less shooting stars in your adult life than you did as a kid? I don't think I'm taking the time to look for them anymore. That's the saddest thing you've ever said. It's like, what? (laughs) I mean, honestly. Like like a punch to the gut. Like, when in my adult life Two am I like, let me remaining. take a moment? I used to see them as I drove, but now I'm wondering, is it is it actually there are less of them? Is it that I see them less, or is it that there's light pollution? I think all of those things, probably. Because I, I remember seeing them, not often enough, but often enough where it wasn't like this crazy, I got to tell everyone I saw a falling star. Yeah. And I would see them a lot, as I recall, driving from like, home at night at high school i yes. remember seeing them a lot too but it was also darker than maybe i you know and i didn't also, live in a you city weren't driving so you had time no to i was driving i was oh. driving i remember it vividly while i was driving home like all those yeah but i don't know anyway man. that's my thought process today yeah man yeah this is you the know now, though, the stars. everyone who's listening to this podcast and us, the next shooting star that we see is going to feel like a gift from the universe. <gasps> oh, guys, can you tag us? Just when you see it, can you tag at 10K Dollar Day? What if everyone saw it today? What if everyone saw it today? What if everyone saw one today, though? That would be amazing. Now I'm going to look for one. What like, if everyone looks time. for one today? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone take a moment tonight and look for a shooting star. And it, you probably won't see one because they're very rare. So don't get sad. 30 seconds remaining. Just yeah. get, just enjoy the, oh, the, right. Like Allison's going to do this. Enjoy the stargazing experience. <laughs> no one's right. All right. Let's no, move but on. I would, but listen, <laughs> I enjoy it. If I'm looking for something, remember I wanted to find aliens. So if I know I have to find that shooting star, I will look at those stars until I do. I know but then you're giving yourself a goal that you might not like be able to achieve out of your stargazing experience instead of just an experience one 